we're back with another. You you always know that I keep an eye out for all the local high school stars, whether it's in the past, uh, in the future. Um, Central Falls, Josh Brandon, you know, um, you was gonna go this year and, and play pro ball. You you played a couple of years in um semi pro. Why don't you tell us what happened this year? Well, uh, you know, you know, every every story has a you know beginning, middle, end. You know, everything was going right. Um, you know, and it just, it just so happened to be like this, you know, this pandemic, it started to slow down a lot of stuff, you know, it pushed back my, my first rookie season, you know, uh, so right now, you know, we're just like, we're just ready to see, you know, what happens, I mean, we're still gonna play, but it all depends, you know, when and where, you know. So, b- before this happened, when, now you're going out to Serbia, right? Yeah. Now, when does their season, um... When is their regular schedule? Well, their initial season is it starts this month at the end of the month. Um, but since uh, some of the countries are still like on lockdown from uh, all the pan- with the pandemic going on, um, everything's just being pushed back. So you know they're looking to start within hopefully they say you know uh, early July, August, just to make sure everything's in the clear. Because some of the countries we play, um, you know they they're scattered all over Europe. So. You know, it's, it, we we may be ready, you know, but it's all about the prime ministers and the other countries and, you know, what they decide on what to do. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I mean, i never seen anything like this, and nor has anybody else unless, you know, you was alive back in, like, 1918, you know, when they had the, um, the, the big flu epidemic back there that killed millions of people. But this is, this is some scary times. I mean... You know, you hate to give up your liberties and, you know, because, you know, it is America and, and all that free country stuff. But sometimes you got to give up your rights for the better of, at least temporary, for the better of, yeah. you know, society. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, they... Everybody, you know, everyone has their own, like, little theories about things. But, you know, and, and most of all, you know, people just have to, you know, have common sense and benefit of others. You know, uh, safety and precautions, you know. It, you know, at first, you know, people, they see it on the news, they don't take it as serious, but it's like, you know, now, you know, us as Americans, you know, just, just as people, you know, we got to be very careful of others and be, you know, very considerate because, you know, again, like you said, this this is a really hard time, you know, for everyone to be dealing with. No, you're absolutely right. I think the problem is people, you're only going through the spreading of the virus right now. You're not really seeing the illness and you're not really seeing like New York's going through right, right now, seeing people die loved ones you know dying you know the next few weeks they say is supposed to be really rough now a friend of mine uh, over in brooklyn new york his brother's a correctional officer and and he was like oh it's horrible up there he said i've been bringing phones in so inmates can just call their families man because you got sick guys in with healthy guys and and it's like it's and it's gonna go through that place you know, it's gonna, you know, the institutions, viruses always go flying through there and they get the least health care, but they're people too, you know, so we have to kind of keep an eye out for all our citizens. Yeah, that, you know, it's true, you know, like, I, I still keep in contact with a lot of my, my friends from college, you know, some, some of my friends that I, I made with the other teams, you know, I check on my family every day, you know, I, not that I just self-isolate myself, but, you know, because I'm always out training. You know, I don't want to put them in harm's way, you know, God forbid, if anything. So it's like, you know, it, it's really hard, you know, people being split up that can't be near family members or people's family members going to the hospitals and stuff like that. And they can't see them like it's really hard. But, you know, uh, you know, the government, you know, they're doing as much, uh, the best they can to, you know, to maintain this, you know, to get it really down to, 
to a main source to where they can actually find a vaccine to, you know, to help out the American people, you know, because, you know, not, not a lot of people, you know, they can they can understand what's going on and, you know, they get anxious and, you know, they, they go out and, you know, that, that causes problems and stuff like that, you know? No, you're absolutely right, you know, I mean, all the stuff with Trump the last, you know, over the last few months and, and the whole Obama thing and everyone's like, oh, we need Obama back and it just made me think about what did Obama do and I kind of looked it up and I didn't know that Obama took, like, millions from the all-black colleges and he, um, and with the biggest control bill, um, the biggest criminal reform act, I would have thought it would have been Obama to find out it was Donald Trump and 91% of black people friggin' benefited from it by getting out of prison and, and, and it was like, yeah. Trump did more in the last 30 years than any president did for people of my minority, so, you know, I was kind of like, but I never knew, knew any of that stuff and this is what blows my mind and I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's it's a back and forth thing, you know, a lot of people, they sit there and, you know, they, they, they obviously, you know, oh, you know, we, you know, we need Obama back, but, you know, regardless who's the president, you know, it, it really doesn't, it really, to me, honestly, it really doesn't matter, you know, because this virus, it, it came, you know, and all the world leaders, they're trying to find exactly what to do, you know, without causing chaos. That's right, you know? yeah, exactly, it don't matter who the world, I think it don't matter who my boss is, I respect my boss and I follow chain of command and... That's what I yeah. think we gotta do as a country. Stop fighting. Stop yeah, arguing. They, they, having comments. They, they sit back and you know they point the finger. You know Trump this. You know Trump that. But it's like when you think about it, you know you know how hard is it to really you know to control a country of over four hundred million people. You know without causing a massive panic. You know you you tell them you know all the you know the governors. You know they tell them you know follow you know precautions, guidelines, and stuff like that. You know just to make things a little bit easier on them. You know, so they can at least start to find out what's really going on so they can get it down to the smallest amount possible. But, um, you know, all the world leaders, you know, that no matter who was in charge, no matter who's in charge, you know, this is just a virus that us as mankind and as people individually, we have to fight. And, you know, to help out each other, we just got to be, you know, very, very precautious now. Nah, yeah, definitely. You know, let's get off politics, talk what we want to talk about, some football, right? You play for West End Little League, huh? I mean, West End um, football? No, I um I end up playing for the um for the Central Falls Panthers. Oh, okay. I thought I seen a picture on your Facebook from West End. Was oh uh, no, that's uh that's one of my one of my good friends who um Barry Gaines. He ended up playing over in the West End before he uh he transferred and threw on the Central Falls Panthers jersey. You know, back in the day, the the intruders over there they had a vicious team like in the late eighties going into the nineties. Uh, you know, they're getting a new field now. Um. I always like 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 to see when schools are getting new fields and you know doing things for their team because there's so much even football so much politics in sports and uh, Central Falls they should have a new field I mean winning the Super Bowl you you know and um I think if you bring them a new field you'll get more kids that will come to the team and play you know they'll start they'll start winning and a lot of these teams like you're gonna have this year you're gonna have Boroughville in Division One and they got 35 kids on their team, tops, going against Hendrickson, going against LaSalle, um, you know, uh, East Greenwich, you know, and another team victim of their success, One Socket. They're small schools, yeah, One Socket back-to-back Super Bowls, but they're going to be going against big D1 schools, and it's just going to be a buck-kicking. Yeah, like, you know, when, when I sit back and I think about, like, the you know, the divisions, like, a lot of people say, you know, it's just a bunch of teenagers, you know, throwing on equipment, having fun, but, you know, it's all, it's all different level of competition, you know, like, there's, there's the schools in Division One who actually take it 
very, very seriously. Like, they take their programs, like Hendrick and LaSalle, they take it to the top notch. So, you know, I don't ever downplay no one's, uh, you know, no one's talent, no one's coaching ability because I'm just a player. You know, I know a lot of the coaching concepts and strategies and stuff like that on the field. But when you have a team of 35 people, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to move it to Division One because not only are you – yeah, you, you know, you're, you're putting your kids out there that's competing against a team that probably trains all year round with their own programs. You know, they, they're going to go up against some of the top talent, and then you're just, you're just going to discourage them. You know, so when it comes down to teams like Central Falls, you know, all those teams that are down below that, that need that publicity, yeah, you know, new field, you know, new jerseys, new scenery, that draws a lot of attention, and it also makes parents choose, like, all right, do I want my kid to come here? or to go to LaSalle or Hendrickin, where they'll receive the same education regardless. But it's all about who wants to be on the winning side, you know. And growing up, I didn't have that opportunity, you know. But I, I chose to, you know, stick where my home, my, my foot was, which is in my home ground in Central Falls, lead them to a state title game. But not only that, but it opened up a lot of doors and a lot of eyes that it doesn't matter, you know, what you know what division you're playing. It's all about who has the heart to play. No, you're absolutely right. You're definitely right. EWG, I mean, they had it the, the last few years. They was a real rough, rough team. They were, I think, last season before the new coach Cliff Fortin took over. They were the sixth worst team in the country. <laughs> you know, and uh, he took them one game from the playoffs. And honestly, if it was for better officiating, and I don't want to blame the officiating, but it was hard. You know, there was just it was just very very bad. And you know, but we he didn't make excuses. You know, he but yeah. I give him a lot of credit, and I think next year he has a good chance to win states. You know, um, but I love the high school kids. You know, I wish them all the success. I see Central Falls pushing that push-up challenge, man. I see you tagging like you must be busy tagging like all types of people. Yeah, that, and that's one thing that I, I can honestly say. You know, like one thing I, I love I love to see. You know, is is a lot of these teenagers that you know they put their best foot you know effort forward. You know. Uh, great coach of mine, you know, a great mentor that I learned the game from, um, you know, Anthony Ficcicelli, the athletic director who started the push-up challenge. Um, it's good to get kids involved, you know, especially with all this pandemic going on, you know, make them feel engaged, you know, and you got Wesley High School, you know, they're starting to get involved with the push-up challenge and stuff like that. So it's great to get these kids involved that are in high school so they're just not sitting back bored. You know, they still feel engaged, you know, with their peers, you know, with, with the adults and stuff like that. I think it's a really great thing, you know, with the push-up challenge, you know, and, um, you know, everyone just being involved, you know, and just staying ready, you know, especially with the distant learning that, you know, that they're starting to do, which is a great thing also, you know, especially during a time like this, you don't want the kids to lose their learning abilities, no, you know. Yeah, so, definitely. And, and, and the distant learning is actually working pretty good for the schools that, that have it rolling. I mean, we know all kids don't have access access to computers and the internet, but I think Cox Cable's working on that. There's a number that they can call if they don't have internet. They're giving all the kids tablets and stuff, but you're absolutely right, you know, the distance yeah. learning and stuff, and um, I also, I'm giving away a red line bike for, you know, I, I figured if kids are willing to do the push-up challenge, put their home workouts, you know, post a video, you know, I have, um, a brand new Redline bike that, that one of our sponsors gave us to give away. So I'll probably pick one of the kids from the push-up challenge or um, or maybe one of the kids that posts a workout video. But, you know, I, I figured give them a little incentive to do some home workouts. Um, yeah. You know, not all kids have a gym in their home. I mean, slowly I put one together for my son, you know, um, because they need it because what's going to happen if they come back in July and say, all right, we're going back to football, a couple of weeks, you, you you got to train 
A lot of these kids are going to fall through the cracks and get hurt. They're going to be out of shape. So you have to, and that brings me to my next point. You're working. What are you doing for workouts? Are, are you staying fit? Are you working out every oh, day? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I go. I go. I run. I run at least ten laps at the at the track to warm up. I, I go. Work, I do my footwork at the field. You know, I um I get some of the um some of my former players involved. Like they'll 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 contact me. But hey, you know, what workout should I do? And I'll let them know exactly what to do for which days. You know, just so they can not kill themselves all at once. But, I mean, I, I do normal push-ups, you know, me and my 8-year-old nephew, you know, I'll bring them to the field with me to work out. Um, you know, pretty much anything just to stay in shape because, you know, especially during a time like this, you know, not a lot of people are, will, will, are willing to do that. Like, I have my own workout gym in my basement, so it's like I'm always staying active, you know, on a complete rotation throughout the week, you know, because regardless that even though I'm not playing a professional season right now, I'm still considered as a professional. I got to treat my body as a business, so it's like, me posting always my workouts on Instagram, you know, everybody, they see it, you know, they like, they comment, they inbox me, you know, they, they ask, like, what do I do to gain weight? What do I do to shred? So, you know, it's a, it's a great thing that I, I stay in shape and, you know, I keep everybody updated on what I'm doing, you know, just to show that regardless what's going on, you always keep, always I remember your body is, is like a machine and you got to feed the machine in order to keep going. Nah, you know, and you raised a point about the younger kids and stuff. They see you, you know, they know you're, you're going to the pro level yet. Yeah. Maybe it's not the NFL yet, but it's that step and going there. Like I said before, you know, success, you know, any level of football after high school is basically success. And the way you're going, I really believe that you have the ability, you have the drive to make it, you know, to keep furthering your your career. So I think you're an inspiration, especially to kids from the inner city. Uh, you know, we talked about this, and it's so easy to lose their distractions when they see – Homeboy down the street coming out in a Benz and got a nice chain and, and got all the money. But what they don't see, six months, nine months later, he's in intake. You know, he's about to catch a bid and all that stuff goes away. I mean, that's just temporary. What you're doing is not temporary. It's full time. It's forever. Yeah, it's like so. And, and that's one thing I, I also try to like, I point out to the youth and some of the kids around my age group. Like, I let them know, you know, a lot of the things that they, they wear and they they really grind out for, it's all liabilities, you know. Yeah, nice car, yeah, that's no problem, you know, nice jewelry, sure. But you got to do something that's going to solidify your spot in, in history to where kids are like, I'm going to do this because even though during this hard time, you know, this person was doing this and I want to follow them same steps, you know. And it's like, I follow Todd Gurley on Instagram and he's a, he's a real prime example. Like, even though... The NFL season hasn't even started up yet. He's still training just, you know, just for the worst possible scenario. And it's like, that's what great players do. You know, they put their best foot forward to show that regardless of what you're doing, what I'm going to do is going to be solidifying my spot in history in order to make it where I wanted to make it, you know? I mean, hypothetically, they can call you the mom and be like, yo, we got a plane coming for you. Be ready. And you got to be ready when, when you get there, no matter if it's tomorrow, if this ends tomorrow, if it ends tonight. You got to yeah. be fit. They don't want to see you out of shape. Oh yeah, that's that's a definitely. You know the 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 owners and the team they they let me know. You know even though this is all going on, I, I'm I'm still under contract and I still have to you know abide by laws, rules, and regulations. Which means that if I'm not in shape and they feel like that I'm not putting in no progress, no effort, they can they can cut me. That's it. You know? Hit so, the bricks. You and, know what I mean? That's, that's what it is. It's all about politics. You know. And you it is a business, especially when you're under you know under a business contract. It's a business, and I think people found that out more than any year than this free agency. You see Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, Phillip Rivers, you know, quarterbacks that have been with their team forever and ever and ever. But, you know, uh, so 
It is a business. People move around a lot. There's a lot of moving parts, especially nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and some people don't think so. It's like, yeah, you know, Brady was, you know, what, 20 years with New England. And it's like, you know, even though he wanted to look into a new direction, you know, New England had to prepare for a change. It's like, all right, you know, he's been here for 20 years. Now, you know, now we have to look past him and, and move forward to build up a new Patriots team. And Brady's, you know, Brady's already heading for retirement. So, Players like that, you know, that they were comfortable where they're at, but now they have to start facing reality. You know, it's a business move. You know, whether we like it or not, this is what it is, and this is what's going, what it's going to be. I think just Brady just felt disrespected year after year. He just he felt like he shouldn't be compared to any average player, and Bill Belichick just treats everyone the same. And um, I think just Brady just expected a little bit more. You know, I'm Tom Brady, and he probably deserves it. I try to not go down that road because I like to te- treat every player the same, but when you've got a guy like Tom Brady that brings you to nine Super Bowls, man, you got to give him a little leverage, <laughs> you know? It's Tom yeah. Brady. And, and and that's one thing a lot, you know, like, Brady was one of them players that he didn't play for the glory. He wanted to play, you know, to win championships. And, and it's sad to say, but, you know, winning championships makes you a great player. It just shows you know how to get the job done regardless who's around you. And, um, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, the game of football... You know, you can have a good 20 guys on your team, but if it takes that one guy to make a difference on the field, then you know that's a business move, you know? And that's what it comes down to. It's like the team in Serbia that picked me up. They have all the pieces. They was just like, you know, we, we need that running back that has the drive to, to, to keep us pushing forward. That gives us that extra piece to the puzzle to complete everything. And I told the coach, I said, listen, I'm not one of them guys that's about stats. I'm, a, I'm about trying to win games and win a championship. Regardless if I run... For ten for ten yards, but we win by forty. I rather I rather rush ten yards and win by forty than run for four hundred yards and lose by forty. You know, because that makes a big difference in the game and it changes everyone's comp. You know, when it comes to it. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, football is is a game of you know confidence. You know, you, you got to be ready, and it's also a game that can end very fast. You see players that are great one year and the next season. So. Where's homeboy? Oh, he's working at the car wash near Winn-Dixie. <laughs> and it's like, what happened to him? You know what I mean? He was just in, in the NFL, but it just goes by so fast. And yeah, one of my if you, don't, if you can't keep it, if you can't keep up the, the grind, because everybody thinks you, you shine during the regular season when the real shine is in the offseason where it makes a difference. It, it, it makes you stand out more than the other athletes when it comes down to. Because a lot of people sitting around right now as we speak, you know, just probably relaxing. You know, not thinking about, oh, you know, the semi-pro season's coming up, and they're going to go out there and be like, hey, man, it's been months since I've been working out. And then there's going to be that one guy that's like, dude, I've been working out every day. Oh, yeah, because there's a chance it might not be college football this year, and you guys might have football. So, like, you guys could possibly, um, you know, maybe pick up some of them people off season. Um, you know, so, I mean, who knows? You know, I talked to the recruiter the other day for UMass, and he, I said, what's going on for this? He said, honestly... Nobody knows. And I was like, wow, you know, and usually college level, they kind of got to be a step ahead of the game. But oh, yeah. The, the NCAA can't afford it. They already lost $400 million just losing March Madness. So, you know, something got to be done about this. And, you know, we all got to be, we all got to do our own part. You know, the shaking hands is out, all the germs and spreading, you know. And it's a shame because... I would, you would sneeze one day, and I would say, God bless you, and now somebody would sneeze, and people criticize them, or they embarrass them, so get away from me, you got corona, 
and everyone's running from you where uh, three weeks ago you would be like, God bless you, sir. You know what I mean? God bless you, ma'am. And before, and now people are like, get away from me, you know? You know, it's a tough time, you know, we're living in, you know, people are very skeptical of walking on the same side of the road now, you know, they, they'll stop walking for someone to, you know, walk by them and want to look at them twice. You know, it's, it's really, you know, the world will never be the same again until something is done. But, you know, till then, the only thing we can really do, you know, is just, you know, be very safe and be precautious, especially us athletes, because, you know, we, we know we, we sign autographs, you know, we, we touch fans and it's like, we don't know what's going on with them, you know, and, and it sucks for us to bring it back to our families because of something that we didn't think was going to happen, you know? And you don't want to let a fan feel like I ain't signing the autographs and, and, and they're like, look at this jerk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're like, but you're like, it ain't nothing personal. It's just like, I'm afraid <laughs> you might have a disease or something, but you don't feel that way, but it's how you got to think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad now. It's like when I train outside, you know, for, for, for three, four hours, I'll go inside my house and it's like, you know, I'll, I'll be talking to some of my friends that, that will drive by and they'll try to get close. And I'm like, listen, man, like, they're like, oh, really, Josh? I'm like, listen, I'm like, you, you guys don't take this as serious. I'm like, this is serious. Like, people just are starting to die because of this stuff and you don't even know if you have it. You can be asymptomatic, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to you gotta be careful of your own selves. Yo, yo, facts. My dad, you know, he went to hand me his phone. I said, I got my own. I'll call. And he was like, what are you, scared of me? I said, everybody. I'm sorry, dad, but... I got kids, I got a wife, I got a family, I ain't trying to, you know, get anybody sick, I ain't trying to get sick myself, I gotta provide a living, man, but, yo, you did great things for yourself, man, you know, Central Falls, you broke great records there, you'll probably always, you know, be known over there, I'm sure one day you'll be over there in the Central Falls Hall of Fame, you know, um, good luck in Serbia, and if people wanna check you out, I know on Instagram, you're at the j 31 bee Right? Yes, sir. And then Snapchat Josh, um, B R N D N ninety three, like Josh Brandon. Um, YouTube the man J B. So go check him out, man. And Facebook J B J A Y B E E, man. Yo, we'll definitely keep up. Stay safe, man. And um, good luck Central Falls Panthers next season. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, have a good one. Bye bye. Oh, it's your man Josh over there. Central Falls High School. Now he's going to go play professional football over in Serbia. Everything's on hold with this coronavirus, but it's always good talking to some Rhode Island football talent. It's your boy Mikey. Always keep it real. Always keep it authentic. You know, we always got to keep it 100. And uh, let's hurry up and get this social distancing, you know, get that taken care of. And everyone be safe.